0: Good morning. You can turn in your Bibles, uh, if you'd like to, to Matthew 17. But, Riley, let's take a look at our, our prayer of confession, our corporate prayer of confession today. So let's take a look at this and see what the Lord has for us as we prepare to begin our service by laying it out before the Lord, by confessing to Him so that our hearts are right to, to worship Him. So let's see what we have here today. Uh, Grant, almighty God, as you have assured us of your goodness and mercy in Christ that we might draw near to you. We have sinned, O Lord, and thus brought upon us your disciplining hand. Yet now we do earnestly repent and forsake all our sins in rebellious ways. Especially we forsake unbelief and pride, the roots of all sin. You see that? we forsake unbelief and pride, the roots of all sin. It's said that all sins can be boiled down into two sins. Have you heard that? Into unbelief and pride. And you can kind of see that in the the Ten Commandments, right? The first four commandments deal with our relationship to God. Our relationship to God, the first four commandments. And, And when we break any of these... We, we fail to believe that God is who he says he is. That's unbelief. We, we fail to believe that he is the true God. He is the creator. He's sustainer. He is redeemer. And the fifth through the, ten command, the tenth commandments, or the, the sixth commandments remaining, deal with our relationship to others our relationship to others. And so uh, if we are guilty of pride, if we consider ourselves and our worth and our needs greater than others. And so pride, at its very root, can cause us to dishonor our parents, to commit murder, to steal, to lie, to commit adultery, to covet, Unbelief in sin. So let's look at these today. Let's look at these two today. Unbelief. What is unbelief? And you might think, well, I, I believe in God. I, I, I'm not struggling with, with believing in God. That's right. But, but unbelief is the opposite of faith, which is what God gives us. In fact, Math, Matthew Henry said, faith is compliance with God. Unbelief is opposition and contradiction to God. Faith is an assent, right? It's a a confidence in a divine revelation from our God. But unbelief, or we could say faithlessness, is doubting God. It's really what it is. It's not not doubting in God, it's just doubting God completely. R.C. Sproul expounded on this this way he said we may believe in God but we sin when we don't believe God because if we believed God why would we ever sin right we sin because we believe that if we commit the sin we will somehow be more happy than if we didn't commit the sin that's unbelief at its very root. It's faithlessness in God. We, we sin because we don't believe what God says is true or is right. And we think at that moment of temptation that we have a better path at that time. You can see how this pairs with the root sin of pride, right? We think we know what's best. We, we know what will increase our happiness at that moment. We believe ourselves and we fail to believe God. In fact, Charles Spurgeon said, pride is at the bottom of most unbelief. So these almost go together, too. And so, of course, unbelief was one of Christ's primary exhortations to his disciples. Uh, The importance of believing God. And as we encounter trials and storms in this life, we're all going to, we, we we can remember what Christ said about this. Remember in Matthew seventeen, there was a boy, a demon possessed boy, that the disciples could not rebuke. They couldn't rebuke. Let me let me read that passage real quick. Matthew seventeen, starting in verse fourteen. And when they had come to the multitude, a man came to him kneeling down and saying, Lord have mercy on my son, for he is an epileptic and suffers severely. For he often falls into the fire and into the water. So I brought him to your disciples, but they could not cure him. Then Jesus answered and said, Oh, faithless, unbelief, Oh, faithless and perverse generation, how long shall I be with you? How long shall I bear with you? Bring him here to me. Jesus rebuked the demon and it came out and the child was cured from that very hour. Then the disciples came to Jesus privately and said, Why could we not cast it out? Jesus said to them, because of your unbelief, because of your unbelief, for assuredly I say to you, if you have faith as a mustard seed, you will say to this mountain, move from here to there and it will move and nothing will be impossible for you. Why couldn't the disciples cast out the demon? Jesus said, because of your unbelief. They, they believed in Jesus. I believe that they believed Jesus was the Son of God at that moment. But it wasn't believing in God. It was believing God. Unbelief is distrusting God. It's failing to take the step of faith he's called us to. It, it's, it's failing to believe that his promises are true. And I think we often say, I find myself often saying, God, give me more faith, right? Give me more faith. And I think that's good. Amen, right? That's a good prayer. But notice, Jesus says it actually doesn't take, like, volumes and volumes of faith. It just takes the right kind of faith, real faith, deep, genuine faith rooted in trusting in God. It can even be the size of a mustard seed. But it's so powerful. So I think the word for us today as we approach our time of confession is there's going to be mountains in our life. We all know that. There's going to be storms and mountains and hurdles and difficulties and dark valleys of sickness, uh, death of loved ones, financial problems, relational problems, job issues. But if we have faith in God, even a tiny bit, the size of a mustard seed, if we believe God, if we believe his word, if we believe his truth, if we believe his sovereignty, his power, that he is preeminent. If we believe his supremacy over all things, Christ said nothing will be impossible for us. In other words, without belief in God, can't do anything. But when living in faith in him, nothing that he has given us to do will be impossible for us. So as we approach this, let's let's live... Soberly, and be mindful to remember. I have to remind myself to to believe God. Believe God, trust in him. The mountains are going to come, but we need to forsake the way of unbelief. We need to forsake the way of pride, thinking we have a better way. But instead, trust God and hope in him with that little mustard seed of faith. Now, what does this practically look like? I ask myself that. That sounds great, but how do I actually live this out? Well, it can, can kind of look like stepping into the unknown, but knowing that God is right with you. He's right there, right? That's, that's what the word tells us. The assurance of things hoped for, the, convictions of, the conviction of things not seen. It's like being completely in the dark in some ways, but assured that God, We'll see you through. That's faith. That's belief. That's confidence in God alone. And that's a meekness that crushes pride within us. So now let's, let's take this time as we say this prayer to confess to God those times that we fail to believe him. When we fail to take him at his word. May we confess when pride is tempting us. Let us lay all these humbly and openly before the Lord now. Amen. Well, if you're willing and able, please kneel with me as we'll say together our prayer of confession. Grant, Almighty God, as you have assured us of your goodness and mercy in Christ that we might draw near to you. We have sinned, O Lord. And thus brought upon us your disciplining hand. Yet now we do earnestly repent and forsake all our sins and rebellious ways. Especially we forsake unbelief and pride, the roots of all sins. Cause us to live for your glory and by your power. And as you kindly offer yourself to us as Father, may we be drawn by this kindness to yield ourselves wholly to you by a glad obedience. Send your spirit again to us in power that our faith and obedience may not fail. In Christ's name, amen.